views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro. This portion of The John DePietro Show is brought by Competition Shooting Supplies. Folks, they are open in uh, John Francis, who is so knowledgeable. I have so many of you saying you want information. You're going to be uh, a first-time owner of uh, firearms. You finally decided with this climate. Folks, he is back from vacation. Joining us right now, the Defender of the Faith. It is our friend from Competition Shooting Supplies, John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? Very well. John, let's start off Um First of all, there are so many people that keep hearing about defunding the police. They're seeing uh, violence is increasing, and they're interested in saying, you know what? I've been putting it off, but now is the time I'd like to get my first firearm. I'd like to either get a a rifle or a handgun for my home. Uh, I find that you tend to be very knowledgeable and helpful in that area and want to give you a chance to just kind of walk people through the process. All right, so it's uh, it's relatively uh, straightforward and simple. Uh, so for a first-time uh, handgun purchaser in Rhode Island, uh, the first thing you need to do is uh, pass and take the Rhode Island uh, blue card test. It, all it is, it's a, it's a basic, common-sense uh, uh, handgun safety test. Um, there is a study guide that uh, you can come pick, come pick up here at the store, uh, or the, the state now, I believe, has it online as well, although the, 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 the printed version, I think, is a much better one. And uh, you look that over, and when you feel comfortable, you come on in, you take the uh, test. We'll let you know uh, whether you uh, uh, make it or not. And once you do pass and you're ready to buy, uh, there's state and federal paperwork to fill out. It's a mandatory seven- to eight-day waiting period, although that has been taken a bit longer because of the volume of forms. So it could take as much as 10, 12 days uh, sometimes, usually not that longer than that. And... um, once I have both the approval from uh, my local police department and the FBI, and you have your blue card uh, mailed from the state, then you can make your purchase. John Francis, maybe there's someone saying, you know what, I'd like to just get a 9 millimeter. Um, I want to get a 9 millimeter handgun to have in my home just in case something like that, something goes wrong, just for protection, peace of mind. What's the basic cost? I know there's all different kinds, but for someone just their first handgun pistol that they may get what what would john francis where would you direct someone into their uh let's just say they want to get a nine millimeter uh, buying a handgun is a very personal decision uh so uh it's just you just can't go with the first thing you see You, you actually need to actually try you know put at least a few different brands and models in your hand to see how they fit um because one brand to a next you know the Smith & Wesson, Glock, Ruger, Sig, Beretta, they're all great quality guns, but they all have a vastly different feel. So you want to try at least to put a few different brands in your hand, and whichever one is typically the most comfortable, that would be the one to start with. And what about if someone says instead they'd, they'd like to have a rifle in their home? So, um, you know, in an urban environment such as ours, um, you know, uh, an AR-15, which is, we've been selling a lot of them for sure, um, that's a lot of power. Wow. Um, and it is certainly quite suitable for, you know, personal protection, no doubt. 
but you need to be cognizant of what's beyond your potential target, uh, you know, because that, you know, a bullet with that much power can travel for miles. So, um, typically a shotgun is, uh, uh, in my opinion, for an an environment that we live in, is a better choice. Okay. Uh, Because it's a much shorter range. You know, the shot, the payload's not going to carry as far. Um, And it's certainly, you don't have to be too accurate with your aiming uh, as far as with a shotgun. It's a lot more intimidating. Um, And problem is, because of the huge demand going around the country, all of these different types of guns are in short supply and high demand. Wow. And what about as far as, and again, folks, good afternoon. We're speaking with John Francis of Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Uh, take the last exit in Rhode Island, go right past the Attleboro train station, and then uh, right at the corner of Newport Avenue and Benefit Street, they're right on the left-hand side. John, what about a gun safety program and or uh, shooting ranges? All right, so um, there, are, uh, um, there are a number of uh, certified instructors uh, that I can refer people to. Oh, good. Uh, and the uh, the uh, uh, Federated Clubs of Rhode Island is uh, is offering a um, a free safety class for new gun owners. I believe that's going to take place in August. And depending on the uh, turnout they get, they may they may do more than one. And I have that information here in the store. Okay. Now I noticed, <clears throat> not to brag, but uh, on vacation. Boy, you uh, you have not lost your touch. Uh, folks should know. I mean, John is the real deal. He lives it and breathes it. And uh, wow, I was very impressed with your accuracy while you were away on vacation. <laughs> I, did, I did okay. Not as good as I had hoped, but uh, wow. because of the, uh, I've just not had a lot of hold upon to shrink uh, with as busy as things have been. Yeah. And what are the uh, hours this week for competition shooting supplies? So uh, I reopen uh, tomorrow, uh, yep. starting at 10 o'clock. I'm open Wednesday and Thursday, 10 to 5. Friday, I'll be here 10 to 6. Uh, Saturday, I'll be here 9 to 4.30. Although uh, this week, uh, you know, it's my first week back from vacation. Yeah. And there's, uh, I've got a lot of catching up to do with paperwork and stuff. So uh, if folks could, uh, you know, give me a little bit of a break and kind of not all come in at the same time, that would be appreciated. Yeah. Folks, remember, uh, this is the time. Stop in, see John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street, Pawtucket. John, you are the defender of the faith. Thank you for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, John, thank you. All right, folks, there it is. And again, he is uh, so knowledgeable. I hear from so many of you that say, John DePietro, I'd like to uh, you know, learn more, and I think now is the time. Just keep in mind what's going on right now with the atmosphere. When they talk about defund the police, that couple in St. Louis... That could have been anybody, and that could be you. And this defund the police, you know, they're, they're talking more about it. What's going on right now, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's one thirteen on this Tuesday. What's, um, what's happening right now, Tuesday, July 7th, it's, uh, it's frightening. It's frightening the amount of lawlessness that you're seeing going on. And it, it is, they describe a perfect storm. Now, thank God that we are not. Right now, if, are you seeing the violence going on in Atlanta, but especially New York and Chicago? What's going on in New York, that, that is criminal. That mayor, he's no longer, a, that, that de Blasio, he's not even a mayor anymore. 
Folks, all of these criminals that were let out of prison, this is like something out of a bad movie where they're just letting all these criminal criminals and anarchy. Did you see there was someone shot right on the street in New York just the other day? They were walking this video of it because now there's camera surveillance everywhere and there's cameras everywhere. They actually captured it. And there's someone who is uh, walking down the street with their child. And someone comes up in a, in a car and they point the gun out. I mean, this is we you can't allow that. You can't have the progression. You can't allow criminals to feel that they're running the streets right now. And that is the uh, the feel out there right now that there's no repercussions. There's no accountability. Now, I also want to um, I'm seeing a story seasonal worker on Block Island test positive for the virus. Now, I did hear of what restaurant they're working at. A summer worker, Channel 12, a story on Block Island is tested positive, according to the Block Island Medical Center. Um, the results came back Sunday night. Not, nor Neither the worker nor the business were publicly identified. If you are wondering about that, if you go to my website, petro.com, send me an email, I'll tell you what the restaurant is. But I did hear it's a chef in a restaurant. First confirmed case since late March. By the way, I heard on Block Island that uh, a lot of the young people, no one is wearing a mask and people are all over the place. And uh, and it's terrible, folks. We do not. I know people come down on the governor, but we don't want it to spread the way it's spreading in other places. How about a girl, three years old, a woman's being charged with driving off to hitting and uh, hitting a young girl with her vehicle Monday night in Providence. So it was 9.20 at night, and a three-year-old was hit, and the driver took off, but they did catch the driver. But, folks, can I actually ask the question, why was a three-year-old out at 9.20 at night? I mean, unless there's more to the story, this, is the, uh, this was the story on, on Channel 12. That uh, Daniel Northen. Police tell us they've arrested a driver on a charge of hitting a three-year-old girl with an SUV and then taking off from the scene. Police tell us a Honda CRV hit the toddler at about nine o'clock last night on Walt Street. Thirty-seven-year-old Jasmine Aguilar later surrendered to police and is facing charges including hit and run with bodily injury resulting. The little girl's injuries, thankfully, are not considered to be life-threatening. Why is a three-year-old out at nine o'clock at night? A three-year-old should be in their bed or crib at 9 o'clock at night. Now, can I even ask the question of this Jasmine Aguilar? Can I, am I at least allowed to ask the question, is she, dare I say, gulp, a citizen? Hey, how about Moses Brown? They charged all that money. The kids, Moses Brown is not a cheap school on the east side. Moses Brown, MB. All that money for the kids with the distance learning, plus they grabbed $2 million with the government PP, uh, PPP loans. Wow. How about that? $2 million, Moses Brown. Talk about doing okay. Now, we were mentioning earlier, um, and this is, I, I want to just touch on this. I'm seeing a headline, Connecticut delaying third phase of the COVID reopening plan. Now, folks, that's something to watch for Governor Armando for tomorrow. Connecticut residents are going to have to wait longer, enjoy a drink in a bar, attend large indoor-outdoor gatherings. 
the governor announced he's postponing the third phase of the reopening for the foreseeable future. See, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think bars are going to reopen. The virus is spreading in the bars. So, folks, you have all these different things that are going on in the state right now. And what do you think that the state lawmakers, what are they focused on on this Tuesday? Rhode Island lawmakers considering state name change referendum. Rhode Island House Judiciary Committee today will discuss a measure that officially changes the state name. Is this really a priority right now? With the amount of businesses, how about the, there's a number of restaurants saying the numbers don't add up. And as many people expected, they took the, the government loans and now they're not going to reopen. They are not reopening. They're going out of business, which means, I believe, which means that the money just will, will not be paid back. So, but Moses Brown, they took all that money. And then you have um, a number of other, the numbers just don't work. That's what people are saying. Folks, the indoor restaurants are in trouble. Popular downtown Providence sandwich shop announced less than a month after reopening. The numbers just don't work. And so they're going to they're going to close up shop. But, you know, all of that said, I have to admit who listing right now. It's one thing for delivery. It's one thing for takeout and delivery or outside uh, seating. But you also have to wonder, I think some of these people, maybe they pay a high rent. And so, you know, if you're paying a high rent, it's just not going to it's not going to be able to work with how much they have to pay. But that payroll protection plan, those receiving millions, federal payroll protection plan, the PPP stimulus. So Moses Brown, how about Rhode Island Public Radio grab some of that money? How about that, folks? Once again. You know, why don't they go out and raise it from the public? No, no, no. Always the government money for NPR. Have you noticed that? Always. They wouldn't know the idea of actually having to depend on sponsors and advertisers. And nope, not at all. They're used to the money just kind of falling into their lap a little bit. The idea of them actually going out and uh, finding that way, uh, finding people, it it just um, that's not something in there. In their wheelhouse, for sure. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Hey, listen, there's still time. You want to talk about your best lawn ever guaranteed. You know, this is the best my lawn has ever looked. Without question. Call Lawn Doctor today of Rhode Island. Actually, the best thing to do, strike that. The best thing to do is they have a great website. LawnDoctor.com. Go on to the website. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. You can call them. Don't get me wrong. You can call them at 392-1025. 392-1025. Um, but otherwise, go on to, they have a great website. It's Lawn Doctor, L-A-W-N, LawnDoctor.com. LawnDoctor.com. You can call Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today at 401-392-1025 or online, LawnDoctor.com. They do fertilization, weed control, uh, power seeding. Uh, mosquito control, tick control, Lawn Doctor Rhode Island, your best lawn ever guaranteed. Write down that number, 401-392-1025. And by the way, if your lawn is a little burnt, the fall is a great time to bring it back. So Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island, that's the best thing I would say to um, just go to the website. Folks, um, again, something to uh, watch. Now, I mentioned this Saturday, 
President Trump will be in New Hampshire and holding a rally. And my plan is to be there and probably do Facebook Live on Saturday. So those of you that follow uh, the Facebook page, the John DePietro Show on Facebook, will have full coverage. I'll admit I'm a little a little hesitant, uh, like many of you. I mean, I, I don't want to get the virus. I would feel better if it was mandatory. This time they're encouraging masks and they're going to be passing out masks. But I would prefer... And I don't understand why they did just make it mandatory. Everybody has to have a mask. I don't relate or understand the people that it's not a tough concept that just can't get that. Because if you have two individuals and you're standing a certain distance apart and both people have masks on, uh, you, you're reducing the chance of the droplets. If one of the people have the virus, you're reducing the likelihood that the droplets could become airborne. That's what it's all about. And if you have two people, when people are talking, droplets, you may not be aware of it. Droplets are coming out of their mouth. I think one of the best examples I've heard is think of when it's very cold out and you go outside and you breathe and you can see your breath. Well, that's what it's like with the droplets, like with the virus. So now outside, It has less of a chance and doesn't go as far. If you're inside with nothing to stop it, the droplets uh, just hang there in the air. For instance, if you ever have been inside of a meat locker uh, where you can see your breath, that's within. If you, you know, exhale and blow, you can literally watch it cruise across the room compared with if you're just outside and you're in your driveway or waiting at the bus stop or walking along, whatever, and it's so cold you can see your breath, it really only goes out about an arm's length, arm's distance. So, folks, in, in, in just the, the basic nature of it, if someone, if two people, if one person has it, but both people are wearing masks, the person that has it, who may not be aware that they have it, their droplets are contained within their mask. And so they're containing it. And then the person they're talking to, if they also have a mask on, um, it's more about people that have the virus that are unaware of it. So I'm just being perfectly honest on this Tuesday. I mean, my, I plan on going, but I, I, like, I, I don't want to be boxed in in an area if there's a number of people that are screaming and yelling because President Trump is there and they're not wearing a mask. I have no desire. I do believe. I think the virus is real. I don't want to get it. Uh, I feel healthy, just like many of you. I have not had it. I don't want to get it. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be outside. But on Saturday, the plan is for the president to be inside of the uh, outside, excuse me, at the at the airport. You're at a hangar. So at least everybody is Outside, But I'll, I, I plan on being there. I'd have to check it out. If I get there and I find a bunch of yahoos and no one's wearing a mask and everyone's bunch up, well, then I'm not going to stay. I'll bring sanitizer, or hand sanitizer, excuse me. And who wants to go through that just because some idiot won't put on a mask? It should not be political. And the same thing with washing your hands, right? Washing, there's nothing wrong with washing your hands. There's nothing unmanly about washing your hands. That keeps the germs away. So I think that's something that 
to be curious on Saturday if the president, he probably won't, but if he actually came out wearing a mask. And now you do have that Kimberly Guilfoyle has it. number of people around the president have had it. A number of Secret Service agents have had it. Um, that would be interesting. But they have to do something to jumpstart the campaign, to really build things up. Especially some of the uh, the swing states, as I've mentioned earlier, are, are the ones that are really, they are still facing the first wave. Florida, Texas, Arizona, they're following, they're facing the first wave. California has re-shut down, not that they're a battleground state, but just uh, it just shows you how fast it can spread. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, stop in and see them. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, they're open. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, it's Ron and Melissa. And remember, they have everything you need. You're going to watch the Trump rally Saturday night, 8 o'clock on Fox. Well, stop by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook. But they're right around the corner from Cello's on Silver Spring Street. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And they have a delicious Trump soda and Trump chocolate donuts and Trump cupcakes. So maybe you're going to have like a little gathering, have some people over and watch the Trump rally on Saturday night. You can get all your goodies at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're open. Look for them on Facebook. And then while you're there, remember, free coffee for police and military. That's right. The opposite of Ali's Donuts. And also delicious uh, cakes and brownies and cannolis and pizza strips and sausage and peppers and calzones and sandwiches. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Right around. If you can find cellos on Silver Spring Street. They're right off the corner from there. As a matter of fact, when you're at Cello's, you can see the top of Ron's Pastry Gourmet because they have the big Trump sign right on the roof. Stop it and see them, Ron and Melissa, at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. So, folks, later today, for those that follow on Facebook, I will be talking to Attorney General Peter Narona. And then uh, tomorrow, just to give you an idea of the week, uh, Governor Mundo Press Briefing returns tomorrow at 1. And then it'll be Friday at 1 o'clock. And then also coming up on Saturday... Uh, unless something changes, I will be at the Trump rally in um, in New Hampshire. And we'll give you uh, full coverage of that as well. Right now, it's 128. We're going to take a very quick break. So I want to send it uh, back. We're going to take a quick break with our friend Jeff Kamach right here. So folks, stay tuned. A lot more to go right here on the John DePietro Show.